Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hello, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. Obviously, we'll discuss what everyone is discussing. Donald Trump. He was arrested. He had to go all the way back to Manhattan. Whoa, he (laughs) hates that place. He cuts his pizza with a knife and fork. Ew. (laughs) Disgusting. He should go to jail for that. We'll tell you all about it. What we were discussing on last episode, is he going to go to Rikers? Is he going to be in a 10-foot by 7-foot cell? It looks like he's just going to chill out of Mar-a-Lago and, yeah. uh, I don't know, jerk off and read Stormy Daniels tweets. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he's going to do. He's been speaking. There won't be a gag order. There's a lot of people being like, are you going to gag him? Are you going to gag him? Mm, let's not make him come. Okay, you get it. Um, <laughs> but before we get to that, we have some more. I don't know about more serious, but in many ways, they are. Let's talk local issues. Let's talk Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We'll also discuss what happened in Wisconsin. A, a real piece of shit judge lost. So that is fantastic. Hey, right. But first, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., you might know him <laughs> as the guy who sounds like he can't breathe when he speaks. Right. He sounds like it. <laughs> Something's wrong with the Kennedy family. You know, they're cursed. It's a weak, it's weak sperm. They're it's, cursed. It's weak sperm. Okay. To say the least, they're cursed. Yeah, I guess they're cursed. Anyway, he wants to run for president. So he's running for president in 2024. He's going to run as a Democrat. And oh, my God, it's your Joe Biden. Oh, the competition. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. How is he ever going to defeat Marianne Williamson? Oh, you thought that was hard. Now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., (laughs) the nephew, of course, of President John F. Kennedy and son of Robert F. Kennedy, who was a former attorney general both of which were assassinated. So, um, wow, what does this mean? <laughs> Do we have a real functioning democracy now? I don't know. <laughs> Look at all of our options. Joe Biden hasn't even announced yet. He, he was supposed to say, like, it's April, and he still hasn't said, hey, corn pop, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The interesting thing about Robert F. Kennedy, I think he's going to get some support from Q. He's he a, really is. He's yeah. a massive anti-vaxxer. And this isn't even about the mandates and mandates we can discuss. I don't really like the government mandates in mm-hmm. any sense of the mm-hmm. word, uh, because I also don't think they should be banned in TikTok. I think the government can leave us alone a little bit. But the idea that 
He is an anti-vaccine activist in all set. Like he's just against any medical science. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to vaccinations. Right. Uh, I don't know. What kind of platform is that? Right. I mean, he wrote the book on anti-vaccine. Oh, I mean, God. especially post He's the reason that we have polio coming back. <laughs> he's, he's the reason that. <laughs> what are we doing? That Tucker Carlson made that documentary for Fox Nation called End of Man. It's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in That's the documentary right. saying everyone's sperm count as they get more and oh, more no. uh, COVID vaccines, their sperm counts are going down. I'm not taking <laughs> sperm conversation seriously from a guy who sounds like he was shrunk by Ursula. No. Well, it <laughs> it's, it's also just goes back to what you just said about the Kennedy family. They got weak sperm. They got weak sperm. Now he's trying to explain why. Mm, he's a former environmental powerful. lawyer. But then again, he got real on this anti-vax tip. He's been spreading a bunch of different conspiracy theories. And again, you can have real questions about the handling politically from COVID-19. He is another level. He takes right, that right. to an extreme. Right. And I guess is that to me, it seems like that base would find itself more of a home in MAGA. Yeah. Uh, in Donald Trump's Republican brand. Uh, than the Democratic brand. But who knows? I'm sure there's some Democrats who are also anti-vax. I mean, I'm mm. Jen McCarthy, I can't think of as a staunch right. conservative, you know? <laughs> right, right. I mean, even someone like Tulsi Gabbard, who kind of went over to the Fox News side as well, even though she used to be a Democrat, um, you know, that's kind of more her ilk, right? There, right. The Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Tulsi Gabbard ticket. All right, Joe, you better watch out. Yeah, you got wow. you got. Marianne Williamson and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. coming for you. And if they join forces, holy <laughs> crap. Oh, my God. That would actually be, a. I mean, I'm got, I'm getting a ticket to I the show. I will watch that debate, yeah. <laughs> it's just them. We need more love. We need less vaccines. <laughs> they make our sperm bad. <laughs> have you heard yourself? <laughs> Good Lord. I like my politicians not to have all their relatives assassinated. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Wisconsin. But truly, it is nice that people are running. Isn't that nice? Involved, uh, involved. Wow. Again, it's, he announced before Joe Biden did. Yes, so. he did. This Democratic are. Republic. Look at the options that were given. <laughs> In Wisconsin, we have some good news. Uh, there's this gal. She is now an official Milwaukee County Circuit Court judge. And she is now on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Her name is Janet Protowskowitz. They're always such nice normal names name. in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The funniest thing about growing up in Wisconsin, they're like, oh, they got crazy names out there. Tyrell. Oh, yeah. What's that? Tyrell. That's not a name. My name is Janet Peraskowitz. <laughs> That's a name. Okay. That's a good Polish That's how you name. know it's a good Wisconsin name. It's got 14 witzes in it. There's more Z's in Wisconsin last <laughs> names uh, than in someone who was drugged. By a bad comedian. Hi oh. All right. So I am on fire today. <laughs> or absolutely horrible. She is now on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. She beat this guy, Daniel Kelly. Daniel Kelly, my little brother Mikey, who is out there in Stevens Point now. He called me many times. This guy's real bad. News. Real bad. Psychotic. Union Yeesh. busting. All he does is the culture war bullshit. Uh, anti everything that Wisconsin stood for. The working class fighting for the farmer. He's a corporate, uh, socially conservative Republican. It's probably the worst that you can possibly have. Right. And Wisconsin. Wrong on every single thing. Wisconsin's got some of those. You got your Paul Ryan's, you got your uh, Ron Johnson's. Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, of course, 
still a senator there. Yeah, he and snuck that back is in. horrible because, again, he is selling my people of Wisconsin a false bill of goods and sending them down a river to go over a GD cliff. Look no further than the fucking Foxconn deal, if you want an example of that. Right, yeah, and Scott Walker is another crazy Ugh. Republican of Wisconsin. But with Ron Johnson, he actually spent july 4th in moscow he did and it's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. that is the one day of the year if you're a senator you gotta, I, you gotta be right here man you better and especially the state of wisconsin they do it's warm mm. they like the foods oh, they, everything yeah. is deep fried mm. oh, my favorite my, mm. my favorite color food is just beautiful gold <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, if you're a senator cheese. july 4th is a work day for you like, yeah. be, every day should be you a work day be, for yeah, you. Exactly. That's the day. Of, of, that's the one day if you're a politician, go march in a parade. Just yep. do one. Yep. So Daniel Kelly, he was a former state Supreme Court justice. Uh, this was an interesting race. So uh, especially when it comes to national attention, most of Supreme Court, local state Supreme Court races don't really get a lot of t- attention. Mm. But this one did. There was record amounts of uh, fundraising that went on, into it. A lot of commercials, a lot of ads. It became very political. Uh, so I think this is a big win if you are someone who wants to see Roe v. Wade reinstated or someone who just wants to protect civil liberties yeah. uh, in the state of Wisconsin. This was a big, big win for uh, those people and obviously a big loss, thankfully, for Daniel Kelly. Again, just listen to the man speak. He is a real schmuck. And I think the party in Wisconsin is even more conservative than Paul Ryan. Yeah, that's why Paul Ryan dropped out. Oh, right. You know, because the Wisconsin with the, again, corporatist wing that uh, douchebag brought in the former governor, Scott Walker, that Scott Walker brought in. It was it was horrendous. I mean, I don't think that Paul Ryan resigned because he was like too pious. I think that he couldn't handle it and realize that he probably is going to lose in an election. So or get primaried, you know, in an election. So he just decided to bow out. In no way does it make him any better, but yeah, and Scott Walker snuck in at that 2010 Tea Party wave. Uh, same deal. Him and John Kasich both snuck in as governors, Wisconsin, and then John Kasich in Ohio, and then they both di- just did the same playbook. They did whatever the American Legislative e- Executive Commission, I believe, is mm-hmm. what it's called. Alec, aka Alec, completely Koch brother funded, and they just take anti-labor, anti-union legislation. And then just copy and paste it and try to put it in all the states. Mm, that's so, exactly Scott what... Walker, John Kasich, both massive pieces of shit. After Scott Walker's election in 2010 of victory, that was followed by the passage of union busting laws and state legislative districts drawn to effectively ensure GOP majorities. Right. Gerrymandering. It uh, all. It also um, allowed for the Supreme Court to be completely run by conservatives since 2008. So a big shift in Wisconsin. I think the people are fed up with draconian politicians appointing asshole judges. Yes, and absolutely. If anyone wants to go back and listen to our great conversation with David Pepper from last year, he talked about how the the state legislatures are obviously so important to win Mm -hmm. back those. Mm -hmm. But if those are gerrymandered, same deal in Ohio, the best case scenario then is hoping for a independent judiciary and that is your state supreme court i know in north carolina the democrats there killed any hopes of republican gerrymandering but now the republicans just took over the north carolina state supreme court so again a race like this in wisconsin really does shift the conversation it's huge well we're talking about that north carolina thing that story is crazy to me so this this uh representative trisha cotham she runs as a democrat she runs anti you know anti uh pro-abortion right anti 
anti-pro-life. Okay. So she, she ran was, she's anti-restricting access to right. abortion. But now that she's switching Republican, is she going to switch all of these? Gosh, who knows? I don't freaking know what she's going to be doing. But now that she's a Republican and they have a Republican majority in North Carolina, she could technically veto everything that the Democratic governor is doing. So she basically lied to all her constituents, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah That's you know. crazy. She switched after she was elected. She switched yes. to Republican. Yeah. Secretly. Interesting. Wow. Uh, going back to Wisconsin, just briefly, when it comes to why this matters in a general election, obviously Donald Trump winning Wisconsin in 2016, not the case in 2020. Dan Kelly, the districts of Waukesha, Ozaki, and Washington, they're collectively around the Milwaukee area. They are traditionally very Republican, very red. However, those margins are shrinking. Dan Kelly did not get the turnout that he needed in those places. And because of that, again, he lost. So it could be indicative of what we'll see in 2024 mm -hmm. when it comes to Wisconsin and where they view Donald Trump in a general election. Well, and I did see on social media, it's similar to 2022. A lot of young people showed up and voted yes. in those precincts and got this judge elected as well. So that's, you know, again, talk about indicative trends of the future. If young people keep showing up. And they're not, you know, arbitrarily restricted from voting the way right. some of these new voting ID laws are for college students. They can have a big impact. And when it comes to this whole idea, like, oh, my God, these are liberals. They're liberals on the Supreme Court in in in, in Wisconsin. Nothing is nothing is liberal around here. No. <laughs> like, right. I, I think that we should just get back to like 2005. Oh, wow. Liberal. Like, yeah. oh, the like liberal bastion of, of the law. Bush administration. Yeah, yeah right. The like, independent uh, judiciary. Nothing. No one is requesting crazy things, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Uh, the reversal of something like Roe right. by the federal Supreme Court after all of them said they wouldn't. That is extreme. That's extreme. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so the idea that uh, there should be any fear from anybody that the Supreme Court in Wisconsin is now going to be to the left oh. of whatever. Uh, it's not happening. Right. At best, we're just trying to get unions back <laughs> and safety and farmer farm right, aid right. and just trying to get um, reasonable pay for the amazing amount of work that the great people of Wisconsin do. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of young people, Tennessee. Ooh, here we go. So Tennessee has seen a lot of uh, activism over the past few days, obviously, given the Covenant School mass shooting that took place in Nashville. Extremely sad, as always. There were a couple of Democrats that joined in with some of the protesters. And of course, these were peaceful protests. Uh, there were three Democratic state representatives that participated in them. They were, I mean, if you watch the footage of when these people were participating, the state representatives, mm -hmm. they did absolutely nothing wrong. Right. right. They're literally standing there. It's basic yeah. 101 mm -hmm. 
letting my mouth, letting my voice be heard in a state capital. Right. right. It's the equivalent of just crossing the picket line. You went to join the protesters. That's it. That's, That's all, all you did. Mm-hmm. So GOP lawmakers have filed three resolutions this week, each seeking expulsions wow. for the representatives that participated with their constituents in their uh, exercising of the First Amendment to protest. Representatives Gloria Johnson of Knoxville, Justin Jones of Nashville, and Justin Pearson of Memphis, uh, they are possibly going to be removed from their Mm -hmm. committee assignments after they joined with some demonstrators, again, to protest. Oh, people not wanting to have their kids shot at school. God forbid that they want their kids to be safe. It's brutal, and it's just so ironic that this is what the Republican-led legislator is taking the time to do Right, as people are burying bodies of nine-year-olds and three adults. Exactly. And then, as Fernando pointed out before the show, as soon as the Republicans ignore all these protests and any calls to take action on gun violence in their state, what do they proceed to do? The next sentence, literally, it's about banning trans rights. So, And that's what one of these representatives, and uh, they did get actually, they lost their committee assignments. Now they're just voting for if they're... To literally be expelled expelled, from the legislature. So they have already lost the committee assignments. But just because he literally said, hey, you cannot say we have no way to proceed on gun control and then in the next sentence immediately say that we have to stop trans there was a uh, right backwards thinking john stewart had a great interview with a person that was very staunch second amendment and then of course they mentioned the drag show bullshit the culture war nonsense with Mm -hmm. drag queens in the crosshairs and uh when it comes to presenting books reading books to kids and shit right and then he's like well the first amendment does have some restrictions oh, so he's not a first oh amendment right. purist, oh, okay. wow. but he's a second amendment purist again a bastardized version of the second amendment so uh this is what jones said in a tweet again this is one of the people that might be expelled they say there comes a time when you have to do something out of the ordinary we occupied the house floor today after repeatedly being silenced from talking about the crisis of mass shootings. The shooter was a 28-year-old. Uh, I believe this is the transgender case, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that the fact that this person is trans, again, as we talked about, has completely sidelined the real conversation. It wasn't the gun. It was the fact that they were trans that is dangerous. It's oh just very gosh. sad that with the, the lives of children, I can't believe that gun violence is the number one killer of kids. I know. It's really nuts, dude. That's crazy. It's like so common. It's it's insane. That is one thing that after when you when you do go, you know, overseas or hell, even to like Canada, that is one thing where you're like, yeah, you know what? It is weird. That is weird. <laughs> it's a little strange. Yeah. So instead of doing anything productive um, to heal the community, the Republicans are now going to expel potentially three Democratic representatives who were elected by their constituents and right. who want uh, their constituents. Want to be represented. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a lot of people online have pointed out that there are Republican members of the Tennessee state legislature that have done heinous stuff and like admitted to it. Mm-hmm. And these guys aren't getting expelled because the Republicans run everything. And then we have our, our buddy, uh, the lieutenant governor there, Randy. The Randy yeah. Lieutenant Governor. Well, your butt could shine. <laughs> that could send a sun, sunshine bullet through my cock. Like, 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 heart, 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 fire, fire, fire. 
And it's just like, man, I mean, the hypocrisy that happens within these Republican state legislature. I mean, Ohio's the same way. Wisconsin, I think, still has mm-hmm. a lot of Republicans because oh, of yeah. all the gerrymandering. Tennessee got further gerrymandered on this last go around of, of redistricting. So it's just so crazy what they can block out when it's literally kids in the state capitol being like, hey, we don't want to be shot. And they're like, well, you better be careful of the men in dresses or yeah. else Randy's going to like it. I just want to make sure I understand, too. It's perfectly legal for any of these people to protest, right? Yeah, so, of course. So, it, yeah. so them calling it unacceptable, they're just being un-American, basically. Right. Yeah. Well, And the yeah. Republicans are trying to heighten what they did. They're calling it an insurrection. insurrection right. They're saying that, you know, it, it bordered violence, almost like a storming the Capitol moment. And it's That's, like, if that you, was not an insurrection, though, Travis. Ex- this is. Oh, that right. Wasn't. Okay. That, but yeah. that was. Make that sure was, you understand. This is just people taking a tour. Yeah. Okay. Taking but these kids need tour. to be reprimanded. Yeah. All right. So that's what's going on in Tennessee right now. And again, our hearts are with the people there. And something must be done. Maybe the AR 15 needs to be um, kept under lock and key so it doesn't get into the hands of people like the individual that caused that shooting. Of course, age restrictions. Uh, there's a series of things that we've covered. But let's move on. Let's talk about Donald Trump. I want to do this through the context of Yusef Salam. Yusef Salam was one of the members of the Central Park Five. If you haven't watched that jo- documentary, Ugh. check it out. It's really interesting. Um, so when they were all arrested, again, the five people, mm-hmm. when they were arrested, Donald Trump took out a full page ad. Full page yes. ad. And he said that he wanted them to be executed. Oh, fun. And the. Uh, What's this guy selling? New jeans? <laughs> interesting thing is, of course, they were later found to be innocent. Youssef Salam is now actually a candidate for New York City Council. He tweeted oh, uh, over 30 years ago today, over 30 years ago, Donald Trump took out a full page ad calling for my execution on the day he was arrested and arraigned. Here is my ad in response. Wow. So he took out a full page ad in the New York Times. And uh, I think there's something very awesome about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very big dick energy for Mr. Salam Yusuf. It's great. I love it. Should have been like the death penalty and then called for the death penalty on Trump. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Why not? It's go, 136 go years. Just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what Salam wrote. He says, now after several decades and unfortunate and disastrous presidency, we all know exactly who Donald J. Trump is. A man who seeks to deny justice and fairness for others while claiming only innocence for himself. Wow. Uh, so it's an interesting position or I suppose a lens to look at all this through mm-hmm. is some of the people that Donald Trump has gone after in the yeah, past yeah. as criminals. I mean, of course, he's the one who said, if you plead the fifth, you're basically saying you're guilty. Right. <laughs> and uh, now we have a little bit of uh, justice, at least in the eyes of Yusef Salam. Yeah. Well, and probably a bunch of other people like Hillary Clinton and everyone kept yelling about lock her up, lock her up. And mm-hmm. now who's, you know, Trump didn't get perp walked. He just had to report to court. And I w- right. did think it was interesting also that the Manhattan DA uh, opted to not have Trump get a mugshot because the Ooh. mugshot would obviously be used for all kinds of campaign purposes. Well, I believe that Donald Trump actually faked his or AI used yes, AI I saw yeah. that. to have his arrest. And around, uh, yeah. I think that, yes, you're right. The mugshot is something that Donald Trump will exploit. And uh, obviously, I don't know. Ironically, a lot of people would purchase it as well, I suppose. Right. But no cameras in the courtroom. It was only, I believe, the one AP 
photographer was the only that one photo the one photo and he really you know down trump he really does just like a corrupt mob boss who has to be on trial right now he's normally smiling when he's on camera he's smiling he's you know gaming it for the the camera throwing out hats yeah but this time you could see it in his face that he was he's pretty upset you're at a table (laughs) he's tired Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah well one thing that isn't getting tired is his fundraising he made seven million dollars in the first three days um as far as the charges go, it's 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. It's low-level felonies. Each one, I believe, would be four years. So if you add them all up, it would be like you see headlines be like, he's looking at 100 and plus years. Right. It's not happening. If he's no, convicted you know, of like yeah. all of them. Right. Yes. And then they would have to, first of all, they would have to run consecutive. And then they would all, uh, he would have to get the max on everything. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It's just not really going to work that way. As far as the gag order, it doesn't seem like the judge is going to put a gag order in place. Elvin Bragg has said that he wants to uh, use this as potential. I wish that they would shut up about their political ambitions a little bit earlier. Elvin Bragg has said that he wants potentially to run for higher office as well in New York State. So this whole thing, I mean, it's sad. It's horrible. And uh, what do you think is going to happen now? Well, there's a lot to come. Obviously, oh, and I don't yeah. mean in the fun story Daniels way. No. I mean in the fact that uh, he won't be back in court till December fourth. So that's crazy to yeah. me. Well, Months and a lot of people are like, of course, because he's a rich white man. Yeah, that's. But if you listen to our show with Drew Morgan, this is going to be a process. Mm-hmm. Um, the key witness again, like I've, I've said on this show, is going to be uh, his former fixer, his former lawyer, Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen. Yeah. You know, typically in these kind of mob-related, corruption-related cases. Because Michael Cohen has already served his time, that means there were crimes committed, and he they now need him to cooperate, which, as far as I know, he's going to do. He has to do to save his own oh, reputation. Yeah, of course. And he's going to be main, the main witness uh, to testify against all 34 of these counts. That's how they got up to 34, is they went to Michael Cohen and was like, tell us every single thing that you did wrong. And he did. And he served three years, and now that yep. that is going to move over Essentially, if the fixer did it, the person who told him to do it is now going to be held. And you got some doorman who apparently was given a couple of bucks because he said that Donnie had a kid out of wedlock or something like that. So there's a bunch. (laughs) There's a bunch of stuff. It's like we said on the show. Why pay them out of your campaign funds? It's just such a rookie league shit. Go away. It's literally (laughs) just, hey, funnel it over to this guy. And I mean, like super packs and dark money are a thing. You can use that to pay your porn star hush money, but instead they dipped right into their campaign fund. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, this is what he says. He says, under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with the intent to defraud, intent to conceal another crime. That's exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state, no matter what you are. Uh, no matter who you are, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Interesting, though, this is all state charges, nothing federal. Oh, so, it's a fascinating moment in American freaking so, history. Because it is state crimes, then Donald Trump, if he were to somehow be elected again, could pardon or could I not? I don't think he can. Because pardon, there, well, he can only pardon federal, federal crimes. God, correct. It. And that's how they got Paul Manafort, too, is Manafort was. Uh, basically indicted and convicted of both uh, in terms of the Mueller investigation and other investigations. So he did get a federal pardon from Trump, but Manafort uh, did serve and could still be serving time for the state charges he received in New York. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Interestingly enough, on the heels of the Central Park Five coming out and making, or at least um, Salam coming out, kind of going tongue in cheek at Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump is now called to defund the police after his <laughs> own arrest. So interesting Trump how that works. Trump so took to social funny. media and proclaimed almost every legal and political analyst has said that the unfair and morally disgusting indictment filed against me yesterday has no merit. And it's not even a case. Ooh, so not even a case. Uh, you know what? A It's just absolutely insane. We're going to see how this plays out. But when it comes to fundraising, holy hell, it's been a lot of money being thrown around because of all this. I agree with you about what you were saying about Elvin. Uh, Alvin L. Bragg about uh, yeah. don't tell me what you're going to do in season two. Just, yeah, worry, just, just do this. Finish what you're finish the project you're on now. Yeah. And we can worry about if you even have like content for next season. Like, yes, right. absolutely. And again, now it's happening, right? So uh, it I'm getting small impeachment feelings. <laughs> like, are <sighs> they going to find 12 jurors to, to indict? How? 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 I don't, it's also, I don't know. I, it's going to be AI grand, robots. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the grand jury process, as we've talked about, it's like you got 22 people in there. So you got to get 12. It's not that difficult. All the grand jury does is decide if there's enough there, evidence. Right? And if there's evidence at all okay. that you can go to trial. Right. You know, and then so it doesn't I think a lot of people here like grand jury. It's, it's not grand. It's like the tiny jury. It's a small jury. <laughs> small jury. But again, because they have Michael Cohen. Right. Presumably. This is why they feel that they have a case. No, of course. And I think that they do have a case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. And despite what this judge wants to do, not making it a sideshow. I mean, it is. Right. right. Marjorie Taylor Greene is out there acting absolutely <laughs> right. batshit. I remember when she said um, defund the FBI when the FBI was going after Trump. Jim so, Jordan is also now Jim Jordan. for defunding the police. It's because they're trying to investigate all the people that he hated <laughs> and abetted that were pedophiles. Exactly. At Ohio State Wrestling. Uh, Oh, God. Anyway. It's bananas. That's it is bananas. Is. And I wish I had better. I wish I had a better, like, hot take. I wish I was like, this is amazing. Fuck him. He should go die. I mean, it'll happen. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah. will be an exception. Time is a cruel mystery. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I, I wish a natural death upon everyone. Oh, that's good. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet, <laughs> Ben. It actually is. That's a nice thing you've ever said Sooner than later, us. maybe, if we could just get rid of... I don't know why. They're just so old and also stupid. Right. Yeah, Trump's 76. But, he's getting hauled in for this. Um. It's just, I don't know. So we'll, we'll just see. Yeah. Well, this reminds me, I'm, I'm referencing a lot of our great interview shows that we've had, but this also reminds me of a great interview with the CIA whistleblower, John Kiriakou. Yes. Our conversation from, from 2021. And I remember his story about when he was put away 
um, unfairly, of course, for the espionage actor from the uh, Obama administration. You mentioned he, how we were torturing people in Gitmo, God it, forbid. Exactly. So he he went into prison, and it was a federal prison for the espionage act. But he was in there with a mobster who they a mobster they knew murdered so many people. Right. But what they got him on the only thing they could prove is that. He like uh, did some tax fraud, right? You know, kind of right. like the Al Capone yeah, yeah. thing. Like we already knew Al Capone did all this stuff, but they only got him for tax fraud, and that's what this reminds me of. You right. know, it's just like you know they're talking about will Trump get charged for the insurrection? Will he, he get charged with election tampering in Georgia? Will he get for the Mar-a-Lago classified documents? There's so many things, but here's the right. thing that they can actually say: we have all the and evidence. there's numbers and, and there's data. And, and sometimes there's like, that's how the criminal justice system works. So I have right. a question: since Cohen is the witness, if like this is a joke, but if Hillary Clinton has him killed, then is, does the case go away? <laughs> right. You're going to want your witness <laughs> to live. To the, yes. That, and, no, you we know, just don't know. This, and this is where. This I don't think. Fair. I think that he might be the safest man in America. Right now, Clinton is protecting him. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's safe at Hillary Clinton's house. <laughs> Locked up in the basement with that illegal server with all the emails. <laughs> yep. So anyway, everyone's going to go to their corners. The bell has been rung. The fight is on. I'll Fundraising say. is going to go through the. Freaking roof. I mean, Lindsey Graham, it was like an hour. hour. You're making so much money off of this shit. I just, it's. You want to help me? You want to help out Trump? uh, Well, donate to me today. I'm a biscuit, y'all. I do have to comment, guys. I. I'm not surprised, but I am very let down. I really, I mean, had it been me that committed these crimes, you all know I would have gotten a mugshot. I would have gone to jail. I would have had to pay pay bail. Mm-hmm. And my court case would have probably, I don't know, probably, probably would have come in sooner. jail next week. Yeah. It would have, and so, maybe you know, it's the, I don't know. I feel like there's some privilege in here. Yeah. Was, he's a fucking former president yeah. who's a billionaire. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Of course oh, there is. I mean, this is, that's what, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's not, it's like not that much for anyone. Because then the people who like him are just like 34 counts. He's whatever. And then everyone who doesn't like him is like, oh, wow, 34 counts. And you look at it and you're like, it's all like one. It's one. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the same count. Right, right, right. Basically. And out of all the horrible shit, as you said, Travis, that this man has done, it's like, okay, this is it. This is I don't know. I just feel like everyone is edging. This, oh yes, yes. media yes, exactly. just bad. I just yes. feel like we're like ah, uh, uh. so is- but like out of all the horrific things that he did, right? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when he sided with Putin over the United States, that was treason, <laughs> right? I mean, anyway, we'll see what happens. So this is what they felt when like Al Capone was getting tried and stuff. This is what the people, the audience then was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like we saw the guy kill people. We saw him. Yeah. I and don't then- think Al Capone had quite as many crazy <laughs> supporters out there. <laughs> right. Right. He did anyway. escape from jail though, which I don't. I don't know. Well, if, I don't know if the MAGA crowd's going to help Donnie escape. Oh my God! Don't Who even knows? escape from Rikers. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, now that's a movie. Nicholas Cage, starry <laughs> Nicholas Cage. All right, and just lastly, lastly, America is sending more troops to Taiwan. Uh, the uh, continued escalation internationally when it comes to war games happens right in front of our eyes under nonstop news coverage of things like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, again, we have a lot of other issues in this country that I'm th- I think are more important uh, in many ways because Donald Trump, again, he's not a he's not a current president. He no. doesn't have any political power no, right now right. Uh, in a tangible sense. He's just a U.S. citizen who got arrested for being a fucking dumbass. <laughs> he is just a con man from Queens. Yep. Yeah, that's it. At the end of the day, push comes to shove. He's a con man from Queens. Yeah. And this is what happens to con men from Queens. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like a rite of passage to spend a couple of years in the clink. Oh, yeah, of course. Especially if you're Look what happened to Martha Stewart. It helped her. Oh, yeah. She's doing <laughs> Don't great. Don't you dare. <laughs> I love Martha. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love my Martha. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we'll uh, discuss next episode. Let's discuss a little bit more about what's going on with the Biden administration and the expansion of troops in Taiwan. Obviously, right. this is sending a message to China. If you mess with Taiwan, you're going to be messing with the U.S. When I say that they're expanding troops, it's still not that many. Uh, right now, there's only 40, and they're going to get that up to 200. So, right. And then that personnel tra- is training uh, the Taiwanese, and obviously, financially, we're helping them out of mess. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And of course, this was all part of the conversation when Russia did go into Ukraine last year, is that China was going to watch to see what the U.S. did, because China keeps track of Taiwan very much in the same way right. Russia kept their eyes on Ukraine. Right. So be prepared for something because China and I mean, Putin and Xi, they've been talking. Yes. Uh, they, uh, Xi Jinping was just hanging out with Putin for three days this mm-hmm. weekend or mm-hmm. this week rather. Sure. They're just talking um, about Euchre and like uh, knitting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, because the Trump story took up so much oxygen. Right. And the media, I'm feeling 2015 where they're just covering it so much. Where I'm like, shut, you know, you got to like, it's like you got to shut your eyes and the boogeyman goes away. Like, mm, look away. Right, from right, the yeah, fucking, don't look under the bed. You won't see the monster. Please. You know, like, it's just, I just feel like we're stuck in traffic and everyone's looking at the car on fire on the side of the road. I'm like, I know. We yeah, know. We let's go. Right there. Let's go. Yeah. The motorcade up there. It's also on fire. Let's move. Yeah. And then, of course, as Fernando pointed out, um, China, Russia, Iran, and now Saudi yes. Arabia are all bricks. Off, uh, Brazil as well. And Brazil. Yeah. Even with Lula in there. <laughs> but it, they're all trying to move away from the dollar. They're trying right. to move to that gold standard. And those are those are fighting wars. Those are, that's economic warfare, mm-hmm. if you will. That killed Gaddafi. And Hillary did that. Oh, kinky. Right. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back later this week. We got a show. We're going to be doing it. Oxnard. That's right. Hail yourself, April 16th. That's right. Sunday, April 16th. Ben and I are back on the road for the first time yes. in three years with this fantastic documentary, Hail Yourself America. Mm. And so we'll be a, a Levity Live. I believe the ticket link is live. It is live. Go to Levity Live someplace and find it. Yeah, Oxnard, Hail California. Yep. You'll be mm-hmm. able to find it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, Fernando? Shout outs from Travis. Yes, I did want to just give a quick update on East Palestine. There uh, was a shocking report that came out of, I believe, the AP and CNN, they reported that the inspectors, yes. the environmental inspectors yes. who literally went to the scene of the train wreck, uh, got sick. And this is just another reason why people don't trust anything the government does and doesn't trust when government officials go there because the government yeah. officials got sick and then they didn't tell anybody until here we are. Scoundrels. Months and months later. So. Also, I want to defend Gritty, uh, the uh, Phillies mascot. Right. <laughs> he is just pointing out the truth. Yes. He's pointing out the truth. The, was it Delaware River? Is that what it I is? I was literally in Philadelphia when all that happened. Uh, shout out to Peggy O'Leary. She recorded her comedy album there at Helium Comedy, our old comedy pal from New York City, Peggy O'Leary. But during all of that, uh, alarms were going off on her phones about how the drinking water is not safe, and then Ugh. it was safe, and then wait till three p.m. tomorrow. Like, don't wait till three p.m. Now it's okay. So, oh, right, it's a good reminder that our drinking water is really important, and maybe we should do everything we can God. to keep it absolutely. Safe. And let's not move on from having those conversations just because some big fat dude from Queens got arrested. Absolutely, a con man from Queens. What yeah, also, they get arrested? That's yeah, what right? they do. All right. I would like to also give a shout out. Well, couple, let's get on with it. A couple of listeners. I got to shout out to Joe 
the listener. You're uh, just saying names. Well, I don't remember their last names, Ben. <laughs> so you can say anything. All right. I'm going to say Steve. See, but that one was thank, made up. Thank you, Joe and Steve. Steve was made up. Now, Joe <laughs> came to a comedy show in He's going to shout out everyone that comes to your shows. No, just Joe. He was the only listener just that came Joe. to the Because he listens to the show. Joe, listen to the show. Thanks for listening, Joe. Thanks for coming to the show at Cafe Kerouac. I want to shout out to my friend Murph. He started listening to the show. He works at You're Little Rock You're just going to shout out any random person that you I'm met. I'm going to shout out to my friend Mike, who is a city councilman in Germantown, Ohio. Tomato Mike. No, not Tomato Mike. This is city councilman Mike. Well, we got to wrap this one up. Germantown. We are running short, actually, right now. I'm trying to make sure we hit the, uh-huh. the required time. I think we're good. All right, everyone. Mike Thank in you. Germantown. Mike in Germantown. He was the one who yelled at J.D. Vance for bringing the Proud Boys to his 4th of July parade. Well, that is, that's a good <laughs> that's idea. J.D. Vance also. Mike is an example of what Hail Yourself is all about. J.D. Vance also out of all the things going on in Ohio this fucking turd wants to make English the official language exactly. of the US because that's really so pressing because it's Thanks, so confusing JT. it's yeah. so confusing there's what? so many languages all over the place there's so oh many languages I hate it just oh. pick one <laughs> okay everyone hail yourself we'll talk to you soon this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.